Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into an overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today we are playing using the combat mechanics from a game called Lasers and Feelings. It's our first time playing, so we might make some mistakes. Also, this GM likes to freewheel a little bit, so, you know, we'll deal with it as it comes. If you enjoy, the, enjoy these mechanics, you can find Lasers and Feelings on 17design.com. Build your own game. <sighs> Build your own Lasers and Feelings character and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Ava. Hello, y'all. So, as some of you may or may not know... Uh, my name is Avarice H. I go by Ava, and I'm a Cambian. And she has, uh, she has purple skin, hair that is a mixture between black and white, because she dyes it black, but it's naturally white, golden horns, and wears a, uh, cowboy sort of getup. Oh, and red eyes. And she's got two dragons, and I'll probably just describe them once they appear. <laughs> Norwich. Oh, hey there. It's uh, it's your good friend, Norwich Flesh Ripper. Uh, I am 7'8", 592 pounds, and wouldn't you know it, the runt of the litter. Uh, I have orange hair, uh, dark gray skin, and some pretty vibrant red eyes. Um, I am currently wearing my monastic robes. I got some boots on from the last time that I was at the, uh, the Realms Fair, but uh, we'll get more into that when we get more into that. And Rain. I am a five foot two human looking woman, uh, clad in adventurous gear, uh, various flowers and foragables stuffed in my various pockets. Um, I have one blind eye uh, that is covered by a claw mark, uh, accompanied by various other scars in various different places. <laughs> and uh, I have dirty ash blonde hair. And I am still sporting my headscarf, so today might be the day where we're gonna show some bravery and take that off, perhaps. <laughs> you are all in the Firebreathing Kittens Guild Hall. The guild is a large building with a bar, a sitting area with wooden tables and chair, chairs, and a wa wall with a corkboard and job flyers posted. And in fact, there's a pile of papers underneath that job board. Underneath it? Yes. Huh. Strange. Um... I'm gonna go investigate. Oh yeah, one thing I forgot to mention, I've, I've got I've got a big pair of wings, like they're red and black with some golden feathers. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I go and investigate the pile of papers under the job board. The pile of papers says, each of them are all the same. Says, I've lost my hoard. Can you help me? And it's unsigned. I think Norridge will probably, you know, he's 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 just kind of chilling, you know, meditating. Um, he, he enjoys hanging out in the guild hall to, you know, see, see his friends. So I think when he, he notices this pile of paper and, um, Ava going over to investigate, I think Norwich is going to do the same and he's just going to start like collecting papers, you know, putting them in a pile, making it easier for whoever it's going to be to, um, to, uh, clean them up. That's what I was looking for. Um, and so Norwich is going to kind of take a look and he's going to squint, um, also forgot to mention that Norwich has a pair of goggles, so he's going to put those on and try and see what uh, see what the paper says, and he's going to turn to Ava, and he's going to be like, uh, so do you have any idea what this says? I, uh, 
I don't know. I can't really tell. Uh, well, it says that um, this whoever wrote this has lost their hoard, so I'm guessing it must be a dragon or something, and they want us to help them find it, but they didn't sign their name or anything. Um, d- can you find any dates or clues or anything like that? Well, and- I certainly don't know uh, how we can find somebody if we don't have their name, but, you know, I'm... Down to help, I guess. Uh, I think Norridge is going to take a look to see if he can see any kind of like um like a name or some kind of identifying mark. Can I help with that? Yes, roll lasers. <laughs> All right. So that is going to be. Let's see. So that's going to be a d six. Um, I'm gonna say that's just gonna be two, one for the base roll and then one for being helped. Um, I don't think preparation or expertise counts here. Ava, how much did you roll? Uh, four. So I rolled over my number. <laughs> okay, so Ava does not actually help. I should have. I should have gotten a higher, In fact, <laughs> higher number. <laughs> she drops right. a couple of the papers. Oh, it maybe uh. Like, do they, if they have anything shiny or anything on them, like, maybe uh, Malum will eat them because he loves shiny things. <laughs> yes, in fact, the paper, I will give you this, the paper is very fine and shiny. Like, it's calligraphy, f- fancy calligraphy paper. Yep, so, so yeah, my little stained glass dragon is is, is, uh, is is going ham wild on them <laughs> while I'm trying to look at them. And while Norridge is trying to look at them. <laughs> so Norridge rolled a two, and this is exciting because his number is two. Um, and so in the, in the game, um, when that happens, if I roll my number exactly, I have laser feelings, which means I get a special insight into what's going on. Uh, so I can ask the GM a question and they will answer me honestly. So I think Norridge, um, you know, kind of takes another look at the paper and he's, he's not the best at, you know, reading common, um, not his native tongue, but he's learning. Um, and so my question for you, GM, is who is the person who wrote these? I can tell you that the person that wrote these, you can glean from, since Norwich doesn't really read common, he, un, he looks at the ink and you kind of from the ink and from the way that the paper is written, you can tell it's somebody who's very well off and very well raised. But the thing that you notice with your laser feelings is there seems to be a pattern embossed in this paper. And you know that it's magical in nature, and it's actually a transportation sig- sigil. Huh. So I think Norridge, I, I feel like the best thing to do is for Norridge to just kind of hold up the paper and be like, hey, take a look at this. Um, and he's going to he's gonna flip it in such a way where that, uh, like the magical quality of the paper becomes known to Ava. Hmm. Well, that's mighty interesting. Malum, stop. Down. (laughs) It's his favorite day. He's having a ball with all this shiny paper. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I even bother? So, hmm. This paper is is magical? Uh, Uh, yep. Looks, Looks to be so. Huh, interesting. Um, knowing that, I'm going to take another look at that at, at that paper that he's holding up that hasn't been eaten yet. And uh, 
like, is there anything I recognize about it <laughs> at all? The magical nature of it? You've seen these before, um, after you've taken a second look at it, in missives from um, other... Okay, never mind. From uh, Oh, there it is. From other Zadrin. Okay. Interesting. Do I recognize this particular one? You do not. Okay. Hmm. Rain, what are you up to? I was just gonna say, um, Rain is like, has someone just like walked over kind of like semi-quietly and is just now like squatting next to the pile of like, um, scattered like flyers and has like taken one and kind of like sniffed at it. (laughs) If she could like gleam any like, sort of like, maybe remnants of the scent of like a certain species, like something reptilian or something more like human. I feel like it would be really funny. I think so as soon as the three of us are kind of in one area, I think Norwich is going to manipulate the paper such and completely by accident, but he's going to manipulate the paper so that that uh, transportation sigil, um, you know, not quite sure how it works, but it either activates or, or, you know, goes off, whatever it may be, but um, just, okay, so I'm taking a look at the paper, and oh, 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 no. Um. <laughs> so, Rain, roll me, I mean, feelings or lasers, I'll let you choose. Sniffing can go either way. <laughs> are, are you, like, curious, it's, or it's are you, It's a very like... passionate, curious sniffing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also rolled my number. Oh, so you... Actually, when you smell this, you smell dragon. In fact, you smell silver dragon. And a little bit of stinky feet and old pizza as well. (laughs) It's a nerd dragon. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, as you're kind of sitting there and you touch another piece of paper, there's a flash. And your guys' world goes dark for like two seconds. And when you come to, you are standing in a new room. There is a door in front of you, and it seems to be some kind of staging room. There is a human man sitting at a desk, and the floors are painted kind of cheaply and to look like castle walls, but of course the paint's kind of rubbing off and kind of peeling. And it also kind of smells a little bit like B.O., but also like a lot of cleaner. Oh, jeepers. Uh, well, I'm sorry about that, but I, I guess we're here. What in the, uh, the, hu- the human man who's sitting at the desk stands up, and as you look a little closer, you see that he's wearing armor. Um, it's, again, painted very poorly and looks like it's going to fall apart at the slightest bump. And he says, well, hello there. I'm Billy Bob Joe. I am your introductory game master person here, uh, and... I see we have a VIP in our midst. I have very, very wonderful to have you here. And you all are going to have a series of rooms to escape from. And at the end, you'll win the horde. And he kind of looks down and you get the feeling that he's like shuffling through papers on a script. And he goes, now, remember, we don't we prefer if you don't kill anyone, but that's up to you. That's why we have good insurance. And he starts kind of laughing and. Like, he's made this joke a million times and is expecting better feedback, but he's like, okay, uh, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and go through the door and find your first puzzle. 
I think before Norwich goes through the door, he's he's going to be like, so uh, where where'd you get this armor from, bud? It it looks nice. Uh, you know, uh, you you seem like a pretty seasoned adventurer guy, and uh, so am I. Love to uh, love to share some stories before we get in there and go find a horde for you. Norwich obviously has no idea what's going on. <laughs> he um, he kind of looks down and he looks at you and he goes, "Oh, you guys are some hardcore people, huh? Okay, cool." Well, uh, this armor was forged in the forge of never-ending winter and has to be redone every so often. Never-ending winter? That's where I'm from. I'm from up north. Uh, do you know Giant's Landing at all? And he kind of just sits there and he goes, look, dude, go through the door. First puzzle. Yay! <laughs> um, excuse me. Wh- what? Excuse me, Mr. Billy Bob Joe. Uh, what is this place? It's... It is. And he kind of like takes a second to get himself back together. And he says, welcome to Poppy's Puzzle Mania. Poppy's Puzzle Mania. Okay, interesting. So are, are, are you, is, is this organization the one behind all those, uh, those, those flyers? And she's going to try to like, see if she still has one. D- did, did she keep one or did it, they somehow like disappear when we transported? They all disappeared when you transported. So she um, like, looks for one. And just like, Where the hell did it go? Um, yeah. Like there were a bunch of flyers touched them. Is, is, is that you're doing or is that someone else? Yeah. So that's how we get players here at our grand establishment. Um, only the greatest of adventures will have the papers fall in front of them and the invitations. Well, I certainly know us. Uh, we are a group of great adventurers. Yep, very great. Ren is like hiding behind her guild maids. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, y- uh, you and I, or whoever owns this place, and I will have to have a little chat about um, about consent into where we're going and that kind of stuff. Uh. But I guess what once we once we finish with this thing and just uh yeah just blow this this place. Okay, uh, I can definitely when you're finished give you my manager's number. Uh, but of course your adventure starts here. <laughs> and he grandly gestures to the door. Just like jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> Please go through the door. <laughs> Enough with the questions. <laughs> I think okay. Norwich is just kind of like looking at the, you know, these walls that are obviously, you know, painted to look like a castle. But again, Norwich is just has no idea. And so he's just like, you know, knocking on the like knocking on the walls. And he's just like, oh, boy, this is some uh, this is some good masonry here. You know, I uh, this is good stuff. This must be this must be uh, one heck of a castle that we got to go through. As you're knocking, it's like hollow wood. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone else hears. Rain would start to kind of like try and and push her guildmates like in the direction of the door. Like, come on, oh. the guy's already so uncomfortable. I don't want to be in between this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, gold. Okay, she's going. Like, I mean, Everest is going. She's just like, all right, let's let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, Norwich is just walking walking through the uh, the door with everybody else. Um, as in Ava, by the way, you your dragons did get transported as well. Um, oh, good. You do have them with you. As you come into this next room, there is glowing purple light, and there are shelves all the way around. It's triangular, so there's only three sides. 
Um, you guys come in on what I'm going to call the butt of the triangle, the flat part. And there are shelves filled with glowing liquids, a plenty, floor to ceiling. And in one corner, kind of to the left and in front of you, is a grand desk with a book that is labeled orders. And there is also a door next to that desk. Norge is just going to try the door. The door does not open. I'm going to look at the book in that case. Um... Yeah, and instead of touching it myself, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have like one of my feathers float and like flip the pages, um, because I, I can do that. I can manipulate my fe- the feathers of my wings. Um, as you do that, there is a series of orders, but it's kind of it just says order, and then there's a bunch of different scribbles that you assume are potion ingredients. And once you flip the book open, and you've been flipping it from behind the desk, springs out from seemingly nowhere another knight. So this is another human um, knight, and he has the same kind of flimsy-looking armor on. And he goes, Welcome to Poppy's Puzzle Mania. I am the grand adventurer, Sir Bottom Rock. I need a potion to go save the princess. I think Norridge is so surprised, he's going to just instinctively turn around and just punch the guy in the chest. (laughs) I guess roll feelings and see how hard you smack this poor boy. All right. That is going to be a six, which is over my number. You smack him and he goes flying into a wall and he kind of sits there for a second and then stands himself up and goes, welcome to pop. I don't get paid enough for the... Did Billy Bob Joe not... You know what? I need a potion to save... The princess, can you help me without punching me? <laughs> you really don't sound that excited to save the princess. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big honor. I mean, who knows what kind of royalty we're dealing with here? That could be, I mean, that could be a pretty big thing for you. And he kind of just lets out this long suffering <laughs> sigh, just like, Ugh. <laughs> And he goes, your puzzle is to mix me a potion. I'm minimum wage. Please do not make me suffer more than I am. So uh, how many times have we had to do this already? You're our 10th group today. Oh, and you know what happened to the rest of them? Or do you just, um, does your job stop at, at this in this room? Well, they all completed and got to the horde. That's kind of the point of this whole thing. Hmm. Interesting. And yet... And, and yet, people keep on being summoned. <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess we can see the rest of where the rest of this goes. <laughs> uh, so where are the ingredients for the potion? Where do we get those from? You are the potion Probably masters. The you <laughs> can figure it out. I have complete faith. Rain, um, Rain would like to kind of like give the guy some random plans. From like her satchel and be like for stomach health and then like turn around and go to the book <laughs> and Aww. see what's like written there. He kinda he kinda looks at him and he goes, Well, it's not a potion, but I like it. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's more for the gut punch than saving a princess. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I appreciate that as well. Uh if one of you would like to roll a uh lasers roll to see what else you notice. Not it. <laughs> I will go ahead and I'll do it. Um, let's Can see. I that is going support? to be. 
that's going to be a so if you're supporting that i would be i'd be rolling two dice yes yes after rain rolls we have to see if rain succeeds and rain can roll either feelings or lasers i don't care i mean considering she's like trying to support i would say feelings perfect because she's kind of like i guess she'd like help with uh send and like bringing stuff and pointing out stuff i guess (laughs) Perfect. Uh, I rolled my number again. What the hell? That's a three. (laughs) Perfect. So you do super support. I'll give you three dice. All right. Well, that is going to be two fails and one success. Awesome. So as you're standing here watching this poor teenager have this interaction from being punched, you kind of (laughs) notice that he is, his armor has a pattern painted on it and it goes orange, yellow, pink. And those shades of pink happen to match, and those shades of, like, those colors happen to match some of the potions on the wall. Like, done potions or, like, potion ingredients? You get the feeling that these potions could be used separately, but when combined, would be stronger. I guess we'll try and fetch the ones in the corresponding shades, and then just walk to the table with them and see if there's anything we can combine them into. Perfect. Are Is Rain doing that? Uh, yeah. Pick a number between 1 and 100. 55. After you mix it and you hand it to our brave, brave knight, Sir Bottom Rock, he downs it with a grimace. <laughs> and as you he stands in front of you, you watch his muscles get way bigger. <laughs> and he kind of flexes and he goes, that'll work. And he disappears through the do- floor and the door next to the... Next to the desk opens right up. I mean, that was have pretty cool. Have a nice cool. day. <laughs> Maybe we should have some of that potion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, um, is are there any more of those potions around? Not in those, those specific color combos. Well, do we want to do we want to keep going or do we want to try to see if we can make something else cool? Oh, my God. I, I mean, um, like out of, out of out of character, I would just love to mix random potions and see what happens to us. I think that would be hilarious, but I don't know. Um, I, I, I guess mean, uh, Ava would say, "Well, I mean, we could we could try. Worst thing that could happen, the potions will kill us, right?" I mean, I mean, there is a book with recipes. Maybe we can find something else cool in there. <laughs> true. All right, what do we what do we got in there? There's a bunch of different ones with different colors and different bands. Um, the scribbles are just scribbles; they aren't really helpful. Uh, but you could mix three random potions together and see what it does. And so let's do it for like at least one. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, who's mixing? Uh, I'll go ahead and do this one. Okay, give me a number between one and one hundred. Uh, 72. 72. Okay. Said 72. Do you drink it? Uh, does anybody else want to? Because I, I guess I'll drink it. As Go you, ahead. As you bottoms up, it kind of tastes like paper. And all of a sudden, some of the words that are kind of written in that book come slightly clearer. To you, and you now understand common. Like 
forever or just forever you now understand common you can read <laughs> i think so i think norge looks at the book and he's like wait wait a second i is this written in giant or something because i can i can read this just fine this, this doesn't look like giant and for Thanks. you other two the book is like written in like lorem ipsum esque common but still common hmm. yeah it's, it's 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 written in common but like a weird old form of it this is the best day I've had in a very long time. This is, I'm very happy right now. So I you're think, saying that? Oh, go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, I think Norwich goes and tries to like flip through this book and is just very happy to be able to read it clearly. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you couldn't read Common before this, but now after drinking that potion, you can read it. Well, it's not that I couldn't read it. It's just that it was very different from what I grew up learning. Uh, but now it's like I had always known it. So that's that's pretty cool. Hmm. I can give You're you right. some novel suggestions. <laughs> Ava, are you going to mix a potion? You know what? Yeah, let's let's go for it. <laughs> so like, yeah, she sees that so far the potions that have been mixed together have had uh, positive effects. So I'm going to go ahead and mix one, too. <laughs> Already give me a number between 1 and 100. 27. I have a feeling this is going to be a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> After you drink this potion, your feet get kind of itchy. Oh, and no. if you were to take off your boots, you'd notice you have an extra toe on each foot. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I yeah, I, she wouldn't take off her her boots, <laughs> but she would say, she she would and she would kind of like um be like hmm, she just like looks in the air and just like, yeah I I don't know what happened, eh probably didn't have any effect. Just I don't kinda know. Like, you look the um, same to me. Just kind of like shuffle her feet for a second, just be like hmm, yeah all right well um unless you want to try rain we can move on I guess. No, I'll join in. It's only fair. <laughs> Alrighty, a number between 1 and 100. 35. Um, so, Rain, do, do you have a particular body part that you've lost that you would like to regain? She could get her eye, her, her sight back in her left eye. Because the potion... No, wait, better idea. Um, it's funny because her hat scarf actually is going to get wrecked now. <laughs> um... If it really just, like, brings back, like, any body part, then perhaps, like, her scarf kind of, like, would stretch in, like, a weird way. And then it would just rip. <laughs> and instead of the, like, kind of, sort of, like, broken off stumps she had before, it would just be sort of these, like, weird antlers. And she would just be like, oh, my head feels heavier. <laughs> yes, because uh... you just drank a potion that restores a lost organ or body part. Hmm. And they were dramatically lost, so that's cool. <laughs> that's actually uh, a goal that I wanted to achieve, that she'd grow them out again. <laughs> so now wow. your antlers are restored. I think in very dramatic fashion. Oh, also her ears are visible now, because the scarf is ripped. So now she has, like, these really fuzzy, like, uh, gray-furred, like, wolf ears, kind of, on the side of her head. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's, that's mighty interesting. What is, did it grow a toe or something? 
no um, um she's gonna like point toward point toward like her own her own head and like kind of look at you and then point at you uh rain would kind of like reach up and not expect something to be there and just like bunk her head against the like her antlers and then be like and like reach up again and be like okay and then she would just like be confused for a little bit okay so um maybe maybe i i don't know if those are supposed to be there or if they're just gonna be there forever uh but uh maybe i don't know maybe we keep going i i don't want to uh <laughs> i don't want to do something that is not good <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's keep going yeah that, that's right. a that's a good look for you rain very very nice antlers Thanks. I'm. I guess I have them back now. <laughs> all right. Do you guys all walk through the door? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. As you walk through the door, you happen upon an ice cream shop. <laughs> oh, Rain gets excited. <laughs> uh, Ava sighs audibly, like, <sighs> "Why are there sweets involved in almost every single one of these?" Ugh, never mind. <laughs> All right, what is this place now? <laughs> and Ava, this ice cream shop does look quite familiar to you. Um, if you get the feeling it's not the same one you've been in before, but it is very, very closely based off of it. Um, if you guys would like to explore, the walls are, again, very cheaply painted. There's an ice cream counter in front of you, a couple of chairs and tables, and there's a door on the other side. Hmm. Ava's gonna like turn to guys and say, "Okay, y'all, I've I've been to an ice cream stand very similar to this in a situation very similar to the one that we're in right now. The ice cream, I don't know how to say it otherwise, came alive and tried to suffocate oh. us or eat us or something. You know, you try to eat ice cream, the ice cream tries to eat you. I don't know if it's the same thing, but it reminds me very much of it. You know, that reminds me. I know back up home up north." Uh, we used to we used to have some of our people uh, enchant some some ice, and it would be a fun thing for the kids to uh, to try and kill and then eat. So kind kind of the same thing actually, but uh, good to know. I haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> ice cream that's trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, y'all can eat it. I'm gonna try to kill it if it comes alive. <laughs> I think Norwich is just. Um, I think. To get ready, he pulls out his um, this big like double bladed uh, pole arm that that he has with him, and he's just like, "Okay, ice cream, I'm ready for ya. Let's do this." Mm. Yeah, important question: are, are are there children nearby too? No, that's completely empty. <laughs> um, the walls are decorated with some what you would expect to be like vintage baseball esque jerseys. Um, there's a little painted on mascot that's a little ice cream so cone that says, mmm, delicious, <laughs> on one wall. Um, and then there's just an ice cream counter that is turned on. So the ice cream is, like, solid. It's not just melted. Is it, like, a help yourself? Or is it kind of like a you expect someone to pop randomly pop out of behind the counter if we approach it? It's a counter set up for employees, but are you guys approaching it? Yeah, I think George is going to... I guess we kind of have to if we want to continue. <laughs> as, so as you get closer, Norge, with your newfound skill of reading common, there's a sign that says, 
Help yourself. Ice cream break. I don't trust that one bit. <laughs> um, and I think, I think Norridge is going to, um, he's going to like look at the ice cream and at the last second he's going to, you said that, that there's like an ice cream mascot that's like on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. I think Norridge is just going to pretend like he's not looking at it, but then at the last second he's going to like do some crazy like backflip roundhouse kick and just try and like <laughs> get the mascot before the mascot gets him. Is he doing this out of fear? He's doing this out of I'm trying to figure fear out necessarily. Lasers or feelings roll. I'd say this is well, I'd say this is feelings. Um it's it's kind of like this this was kind of the game that Norwich grew up with. Like they would they would have like the ice form into like these ice monsters and then you would like you know the the giant kids would like attack it and then you would get like i like shaved ice so kind of the same deal so he's excited uh, for it okay <laughs> yes. go ahead and roll <laughs> all right i'm gonna add a second dice because i would say norwich is prepared for this yes and that is going to be two successes awesome you hit the mascot on the wall and your weapon goes straight through the wall, and it's very cheap plywood. And you pull it out, and nothing happens. I bet this is part of it. I I bet it's way. I bet it knew that I was gonna make the first move. Um, and so Norge is just kind of like getting ready for the next thing to um to pop up at him. Okay, the other two. Are you close enough to read labels? Would you like me to tell you what flavors there are? Yeah. Awesome. You have cherry cherry Garcia. Mint, chocolate, vanilla, and pineapple. Hmm. All right. Well, Rain, you said you wanted to eat some, right? If this is really just um an ice cream break, I suppose I could serve you some. Or at least just see what happens when I go behind the employee counter. So there's all the things you need to serve ice cream. There's toppings. There's waffle bowls. There's ice cream cones. There's just plain bowls. There's scoopers. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go behind the counter and say, all right, Rain, what flavor would you like? And I'm, like, fully, like, I, I have some of my um, feathers, like, kind of out, ready to, like, um, ready to Attack the slice ice. <laughs> the ice cream if it comes alive or anything like that. I'm, I'm going behind the counter and I'm, and, and, and I'm, and I'm prepared. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to serve Rain the best possible ice cream. <laughs> and not get killed. <laughs> Roll lasers or feelings for how good this ice cream is served up. Uh, uh hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll say feelings. I'm trying to channel my hatred into, like, <laughs> in, into art, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a six, which is above my number of two. <laughs> Perfect. This is, what flavor does Rain get? Uh, a weird mix of, like, vanilla, pineapple, and so many, like sprinkles so many <laughs> ava you serve the best bowl of ice cream that rain has seen and the sprinkle to ice cream ratio while it seems a little off to the normal person is perfect for exactly what rain wants and like while she's like scooping ice cream while she's preparing it she's like die 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 <laughs> ice cream damn ice cream and then she's gonna like serve it to you just like head down like, um, just take it. 
oh thank you so much and she's like really excited and she like digs in <laughs> nothing pops out at you ava it's really good ice cream rain let's go <laughs> i think norwich just kind of like he almost he almost like his shoulders just kind of drop and he almost like drops his polearm for a second he it's like a it's like a sad puppy and he's like Aww. well I guess if I'm not going to have to kill anything, I guess I'll take a bowl of vanilla ice cream, please. <laughs> and he was going to do exactly the same, just like angrily <laughs> scooping out ice cream, but making a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, based off your role on the last one, it looks beautiful. It looks perfect. Uh, when it's handed over to Norge, as you go, or Norridge, as you go to eat it, a little tiny monstrous head pops up and it screams like a little baby. So it's like a tiny mini version of what you're used to at home. That's the one. Um, and I think Norridge, um, how small when you say tiny? Like the size of a hamster. Okay. Yeah. I think Norridge is just going to straight up like bite through <laughs> this thing. Just like bite, like bite off its head basically. Roll feelings. That works. Uh, how many dice do you want me to roll? Two. You are so ready to fight. <laughs> oh, I was I was born for this. Feelings, you said? Yes. That is uh, one fail and one laser feelings. You bite through it. It doesn't even fight you. And this ice cream tastes so good. It tastes like homemade, perfectly creamy, perfectly mixed. Delicious. Okay, I'll take it. Um, let's see. Then as my, as my like laser feelings roll, um, I would, I would like to see if I could get just like a general, like intuition sense. Um, just cause now, now it's been like two rooms, like Norge has been ready for, you know, a real adventure. And so I guess, um, I, I'd like just kind of a general vibe of like, is there is there more to this than what we're seeing or is this just straight up like a cheaply, you know, cheaply made adventure? Norwich gets the feeling that this place is just very cheaply made, but it also seems to be trying to make you all happy. Wait, Rain is very happy right now. <laughs> yeah, Norwich is definitely... If, if this is something that needs to be bought into, Norwich is definitely buying into it. He's like, all right, you know what? I I I didn't think that they were going to have an ice cream monster, but, you know, here we are. And he holds up, like, the, the half of the ice cream monster before putting it in his mouth. <laughs> oh. Ava, do you get any ice cream? Uh, no, uh... Out of principle, she doesn't, unless she's forced <laughs> to. But but I think Penny would want would want it. Um, or or Melon, because like he 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 first appeared in that ice cream thing, right? Does does Melon eat ice cream too? Oh yes, he did first appear in ice cream. He's very yeah. at home. He's having a great day. <laughs> so I imagine that Melon and Penny are both playing in the ice cream right now and eating some of it. Like Perfect. they're they're ha like I feel like everyone's happy except for Ava right now. <laughs> she's like <laughs> she's like I just want to figure out what the heck this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as your little mini dragons eat some ice cream, the door behind behind slides open. Well, I uh, I think it's time to uh, time to go on, unless you want some more ice cream. 
Yeah, so- sounds good to me. I'm re- ready to move on. And my, look what a mess these two have made. <laughs> <laughs> she, she okay. She she does get a little bit happy seeing that they've completely wrecked all of the ice cream and probably mixed some of the flavors too. <laughs> is there is there like a little like a napkin or something? Yeah, there's like a napkin holder. I think um, Norge is just gonna take uh, take a bunch of napkins and write the word "sorry" out on the floor. <laughs> um, of course, making making another making the mess even worse. But you know, it's the thought that counts. Exactly. Perfect. As you all head into this next room, there is a giant, well, it's painted to look like a giant library. Uh, it's The walls are painted in like perspective to look like a giant library. And there are several shelves with books and there are some statues. So three of the statues are stone warriors. One of them has a sword. The other one has a lantern and the other one has a shield. And they are facing down a stone medusa. Hmm. Two shields and one lantern? A sword, a lantern, and a shield. Ah. Hmm. I'd like to look around um, for clues, see if any of the books have any insight on them, or at least like how old the books are. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to look around and try to find clues or any insight. Awesome. Roll lasers or feelings. Is she doing this by intuition, or is she doing this methodically? Uh trying to think <laughs> i'd say um methodically because like that that's how she kind of trained to to do things look for look for clues solve for mysteries because i mean she was a student at that at, like a, at like a course um before before this so like <laughs> could i have two tries yes you can roll lasers with two dice because i would say you're prepared okay oh good um one fail one success i got a five and a one one is below my number. Two. Perfect. So as you're digging through these books, you are getting like magic vibes off of these books. But as you open one, it says, as heroes distract the villain, the Medusa is cut down. Hmm. I'm going to read that out loud. Say, as heroes defeat the villains, the Medusa is cut down. Or wait. Oh, the player got it. Got it wrong. Um, (laughs) but basically, like, they have to distract her, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can say it again if you want me to. Yep. As heroes distract the villain, the Medusa is cut down. Hmm. Interesting. How, How are the statues positioned again? So Medusa is kind of towards one wall, and then the three statues are staring at her with their, well, one of them has a lantern, so it's not super duper a weapon. But their weapons are raised. Are they movable? You can go and try to move them or have your party members help move them. I don't know uh, how strong Rain is. Is Rain pretty strong? <laughs> yeah, so she can go try to give him one of them a shove. Uh, yeah, she she try to see if there's like a designated path that they're like supposed to move on. Go ahead and roll lasers. That's... <laughs> That's my number again. <laughs> what the Rain, is, what are the Rain odds? is having a great day. Uh, do you have a question or do you want me to describe first and then you can answer, ask a question after? Uh, description first, please. Okay. As you come over and you start to push on them, you find that they're pretty light, almost like they're made out of foam. And as you get closer, <laughs> you realize, oh, they're also very cheaply painted as well. 
Um, which one do you approach first? I guess the shield guy, because what I have in mind would need the shield guy to be sort of like so behind the Medusa pick, or something. You can pick them up and move them however you want. There's not a track. They're very loose and very light because they're foam. Um, but you do notice as you come up to the shield that the shield is removable. Oh. Hmm. Are the lantern and the sword also removable? Yes. Hmm. So we can move both the statues and, like, flip their equipment around. Mm-hmm. Or use them ourselves, I guess. <laughs> hmm. Um, I think in the meantime, Norwich is going to be taking taking a look around, just doing some investigating. Um, and his, And so I think he's kind of speaking out loud, and he's like, so... If these guys are the heroes, then who's the villain that they're distracting? Yeah, because the way that it was written, it makes it seem like the Medusa isn't the villain, but it's getting cut down. So that there's something else that's being distracted, and the Medusa is the one that's being cut down. Exactly. I, I don't know why I did that accent. <laughs> it's, it's contagious. It, truly. <laughs> <laughs> There was a weird ingredient in the comments potion. <laughs> it's an accent-changing potion, too, isn't it? Um, so, like, what what's on the wall behind the Medusa? Behind the Medusa, there is a bunch of books. And these books are leather-bound in the way that they're supposed to be leather, but you can tell they're, again, cheaply painted. Uh and they are all on one bookshelf. They don't seem to be organized in any way. Um, but the bookshelf itself doesn't seem to be anchored to the wall. Hmm. Mm, Norwich, mind giving me a me a hand here? Oh, um, you betcha. She's very weak. Like she she tries, and then she's like, nope. After one try, she's like uh, yeah. only five foot two, maybe <laughs> ninety pounds at most, including her wings. <laughs> she's too small. Yeah, Norwich is just gonna kind of shove this bookshelf away as you do that springing forth are three dwarves armed to the teeth crying out a giant a very loud very very violent battle cry and with that we're gonna go ahead and take our break today we were joined by rain hello norwich oh hey there and ava Finally, something exciting to do. <laughs> and we do have a review that I'm going to read. And it is from Dungeon Lover 47. And they say, love this podcast. I love to listen to it while I drive to work every day. If you want your review read on air, feel free to leave us one anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Bye. 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 Today's mid-episode shout-out is from Traveling Jay, who says, quote, Caleb, this is from Xavier, celebrating ten years together. In the flush of love's light, we dare to be brave, and suddenly we see that love costs all we are and will ever be. Yet it is only love which sets us free. End quote. If you would like to arrange for us to read your shout-out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com, you can. At firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. We also have paperback, hardcover, audiobook, 
Adaptations of Our Adventures on Amazon and Audible. Just search for Fire Breathing Kittens. And we don't pay to advertise our show, so if you can think of someone who might enjoy it, tell them about us. They won't hear about it unless you do. Thank you. Welcome back to the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Today we are joined by Ava. Howdy, y'all. So, yeah, your favorite Cambians here. Norridge. The giant with who can now read. Hello. And Rain. Definitely human who can also read. <laughs> when we left off, you guys were faced with three dwarves with a very loud war cry and weapons raised flying out at you from the r- doorway behind the bookshelf. What are we doing? Mm, right off the bat, uh, was going to say, so... Um, we we need heroes to distract the villains, right? Well, I'm not really a hero type, so I think that should be you two. And I can be the one positioning for cutting out Medusa. Way ahead of ya. And I think Norridge is just flying in, um, polearm, ready to go. Perfect. I'm gonna go toward the Medusa and try to use the foam sword, I guess, to cut her down. Okay, Rain, what are you up to before we have everybody roll? (laughs) Uh, Rain would be next to Norwich, brandishing her claws to get into a scuffle. Awesome. So, uh, do you guys fight with feelings? Do you, do you feel the rage within you, or do you fight very technically, my two that are hidden? I feel like I, feel like I fight pretty technically, so that's going to be lasers. It's going to be lasers. Rain? Rain definitely fights um, the feeling, kind of okay, like I, an animal. <laughs> And I'll give you both uh, prepared because you have been ready for a fight this whole time. Cool. And then Ava, roll. I'm not quite sure. What are you doing with the sword exactly? Um. So I know that like Medusa, if, if you if you look at it, you turn to stone. So I'm trying to like recreate this um this scene kind of of someone cutting down a Medusa, but doing it like in a sort of, I guess theatrical way because she knows it's made of like. Um, rock and stuff like this so she assumes that they want a scene so she's gonna try to like use her intuition to know where the medusa is by not looking at it and yeah do it theatrically so i guess feeling okay yep roll feelings okay my two fighters how did your rolls turn out i got one success one fail and that success was a laser feelings nice rain uh i have two successes and one of them is also laser feelings uh, so as these three dwarves are throwing themselves at you, this is easy for you two. They're very short. They seem to not be very skilled fighters. As you work your way through, one of you with a poleaxe just kind of... Do you do you fight for the kill, or are you just trying to disarm them? Um, Norge is trying to disarm. He's not going to kill unless he has to. Rain, are you trying to disarm, or are you trying to murder? <laughs> no, Rain, uh, Rain is also trying to disarm or kind of like wardrobe malfunction so maybe they'll just leave (laughs) (laughs) Um, so as Norwich kind of bops them on the head and knocks things out of their hands and rain essentially pantses them um, (laughs) you very quickly get them restrained and just kind of sitting there and they all kind of stare at you like oh that did not go well (laughs) and as you, what were your roles, Ava? Uh, I got, um, 
Two successes. I got a three and a four. My number is two. And Ava, as they're fighting and you're scrambling to move the different statues and you perfectly reenact the Medusa myth, and as this foam sword touches the Medusa, it falls over and reveals a slide. Slide? Huh. Oh, that's kind of a fun touch. Huh, interesting. Um, the three dwarves that are now restrained and very, very embarrassed, they go, um, how, we, this is not, please don't kill us. <laughs> I mean, the, that wasn't our plan. It's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I won't kill unless you make me. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do we get if we don't kill you? <laughs> uh, well, we, you know, we're really, do, where, remind me where all of your guys' fire-breathing tattoos are. Uh, mm. Norge's is on his uh, left pectoral. Mine is on the back of my hand. Reminds us on the left side of her neck. Um. So, Ava and Reigns, yours are kind of visible then. Yeah. Yes. Um, so as they're kind of stammering and they're like, "We're we're we're just like brand new adventurers," they notice your guys' tattoos and they go, "Oh, well." Y- this isn't fair. We're like brand new and they bring in the fire breathing kittens to defeat this. <sighs> we didn't even have a chance. Wait, defeat it? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, wait a second. Well, you know, to like get get to the horde and we just, we're relatively new, you know, we're just three dwarves and an axe is our guild name. It's not a great <laughs> one, I admit, but we, we, and then the other two just seem to be quiet and just the one seems to be talking. We we just, you know, we used to be this dance troupe. We were called Rock, Pop, and Lock because that's like our name. And <laughs> we became these adventurers because we needed money. And then we had these invites on the floor. And then somehow we got locked into the cl- that closet back there. And then we just heard something really scary on the other side of the door. And then we opened it. So we thought we were going to have to fight something. And then it turned out to be you guys who are way overqualified to be here. And he's just like mile a minute talking wait hang on back up there for a second you said you were brought in here with the invites and then you got locked in here yeah we were trying to solve the puzzle and this door opened and we walked in to see if maybe that was a part of it and it just shut behind us and we've been i don't even know how long we've been in there okay so did you also like get the invite and not know what you were talking about and what they were talking like did did you know what you were signing up for in a adventure is what we assumed we didn't realize it would be this exactly but we're not in a position to turn down a job hmm okay how how about this you you seem like pretty good people if nothing else it seems like we can take care of you pretty quickly should things come to it i don't think it will but if it does so that all being said why don't you come with us uh just make sure that you get out of here Oh, I mean, if you don't mind, I mean, you guys are so much more better at this, and we would totally understand if you didn't want to be with a bunch of amateurs. Um, Norwich is going to look over at Ava and Rain and just kind of shrug, like, hmm? Hey, as, 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 long as, um, as, as long as we get maybe double what you get, since we're so seasoned, you can come along. That is totally okay, as long as we don't get locked in a closet again. Yeah, right that, that I'm for it. <laughs> Rain is so busy trying to find a trench coat because she wants to propose, like, three dwarves in a trench coat as, like, a new <laughs> guild thing. <laughs> there, There is for sure not a trench coat. It's wishful it thinking, but <laughs> she's, just, she's thinking about it. 
So there's a slide open on the floor. You've got three dwarf friends now who quickly spend like five minutes mending up their clothes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think this looks like the next way to go. Um, nobody else wants to go first. Uh, and then I think Norridge just, I feel like Norridge just head first down the slide. <clears throat> as one does when presented with a slide. Like a diving jump? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Okay. He, he swan jumps onto the slide. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How is he expecting to get off the slide? Is he expecting to, like, penguin off of it? Or what is he trying to do? I think he's just going to fall into, um, fall into the whatever is at the bottom. And if he breaks his neck, then he had a good, he had a good run. Fair enough. Uh, the dwarves kind of motion to you two, like, we'll follow behind. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go in second and tuck my wings in really, really tightly so they don't get stuck. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go feet first, like a, like a, as, as one would expect, you know? <laughs> as one would expect. Rin um, follows, like, last. Super not into doing this because she, like, doesn't know what's where she's going to land and stuff, so she's kind of, like, scared of it. But she, like, she, like, takes a deep breath and she's like, Come on, everyone else went too. You can do it. <laughs> and she just kind of like uh, follows and like maybe squeaks in surprise at like the, the speed of it. Yes. So as you all slide down this slide, it's steeper than you expect. Um, but when you land, you land in a giant foam pit. And at the end of the foam pit, there's a door that has some flickering lights. Um, but the foam pit room itself is blank other than the cheap paint to look like a castle. So did we do it? Is is this the horde? I don't think, think a big pile of foam is a horde. Huh. <laughs> Second is. I think you're wrong there. And um, <laughs> Norwich not understanding what foam is. Well, does he understand what foam is? Debating if he... Yeah, no. I For, for the memes, I think he just takes a bite of one of the foam things. <laughs> Does, so my question, does Norridge think foam is like a moss? Because that's the only equivalent I can think of in nature. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, so as he bites into it, it tastes pretty gross, pretty dusty, pretty musty. Uh, and it definitely is not moss. Oh, well, uh, I thought this <laughs> may have shown me the way. This is not good. This is not yummy. Don't Don't do this. Uh, I have some mustard grass if you want. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> she gives you some of her forageables that, like, have a taste. Or, like, mint. <laughs> I love how Rain is just queen of snacks. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, the weirdest but, like, best snacks. <laughs> yes. So do you all go through the door? Do you play in the foam pit a little bit longer? Um, Ava's gonna say to, um, <laughs> to Norridge, just like, uh, yeah, and for your information, a hoard is usually things that are, like, precious, um, like, you know, gold, jewels, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know, seeing as, uh, seeing as not a whole lot has been the truth, I thought maybe this was going to be, you know, haha, funny, it's the hoard, you win. Huh. <laughs> hmm. 
some interest in. I mean, I mean, we 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 could try we could try tearing it up and seeing if there's a horde underneath. Hang on, that gives me an idea. Um, and Norwich <laughs> is gonna like swim down to the bottom of the pit and see if he can like find uh, I don't know like a false bottom or something. Yeah, I, I would like to. I would like to help with that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start tearing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just using my feathers to like hack and slash. <laughs> Rain, Rain would just try to like turn into a snake because she's like a druid, and sort of like try and help Norwich like get to the bottom. Because I guess it's easier when you're just a noodle. <laughs> Danger noodle. Uh, as you guys are doing that, the dwarves definitely just like roll out and just kind of watch because they're very curious where this is going. Um, roll. Professionals, Some, something, uh, feelings, or <laughs> I was gonna say this is this is all feelings. Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's like really like um, intuition. It's and for gold here. <laughs> Are we all rolling? And that's going to be three successes from Norwich. Oh, same here. Which for our listeners? Ooh, three yeah, three successes and one laser feelings. Ooh, nice. so for our listeners, uh, th- when so three dice is the maximum that you can roll on any roll, and if you get three successes, it is a critical success, and the GM um, may or may not give us an extra effect based on that. Yeah, and I got a six and a two and a six, and my number is two. Nice. So as you guys kind of dig through this foam pit, um, you hit the bottom. It's not a false bottom, unfortunately, but you do find some things down there. Um, you find at least 1,500 gold pieces spread between three or four bags uh, that you get the feeling may have been lost down here. A gold <laughs> watch that ran out of time some time ago, but you could tell you can repower it up if you find a watch repair person. And you also find a pair of unassuming looking boots. Are they for six toes? Because I know who to give them to then. <laughs> it's like, hmm, I, I don't know. These boots suddenly don't fit me very well. I might as well try these other ones on. <laughs> and then, like, as I take my boots off, I notice, like, what in the damn hell? I have six toes now? Ah, yeah, well. <laughs> Do you put the boots on, Yeah, Ava? <laughs> uh, so as you put the boots on, when you go to stand up, uh, you feel kind of light on your feet. Hmm. And if you were tr- to try to jump, you'd find you can jump quite high. These are boots of jumping. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I try that. I, I jump around a few times and then, like, I, I jump so high. So, like, how, how high is the roof of this place? Like 20 feet. <laughs> do, I, do I manage to get to the top of it when I jump or, like, near? The- yes, you can, like, high-five the ceiling. Yeah, and then, like, I have to spread my wings and, like, glide down so I don't just fall. It's like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> you see she's smiling a bit. I think Norge is going to grab um, these bags of gold and give uh, give one bag to Ava and one to Rain. Um, and then I think he's going to slip the gold watch into into a pocket that he has just for safekeeping. Perfect. Um, you do, during your time when you come back up from destroying the foam pit, you do start to hear some cursing coming from the room with the flickering lights. <laughs> I'm going to jump to the door and, and open and try to open it. Maybe it's, maybe it's somebody's open. in trouble back there. 
I think we should go in. <laughs> Don't punch him in the gut this time. Maybe we can find who's responsible for this. <laughs> I think Norwich is going to... I don't know why. I think it... Just because it, I think it's funny. I think Norwich is going to, like, hold up his hand and he's going to, like, take a few steps back, lower his shoulder, and just, like, try and run through the door. The I mean, door I've, I've, already, I've already opened it. Oh. It's open. Well, you fly through <laughs> into the middle of a room. Great. <laughs> As you guys enter this room with your dwarven friends following behind, um, you are faced with a room that has 15 um, torches that are kind of flickering, uh, but they're not made with real fire, from what you can tell. Um, There is, in the center of the room, kind of a raised area. And on that raised area, there is a bowl of what looks like dirt, a bowl of water, and a bowl bowl of oil. And there's an inscription, if you guys want to go read that. But the cursing that you heard is um, seems to be coming from an tr- oversized trench coat that seems to be wobbling back and forth and trying to reach one of the sconces. Does the trench coat smell like dwarf? The trench coat actually smells like halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Errol? <laughs> Errol, is that you? <laughs> uh, as you say that, the trench coat kind of whips around. Well, the top part of it does. And then they all kind of go tumbling down <laughs> and outspill three different halflings. And they all kind of stare at you and they're like, hi. Um, well, this is embarrassing. Did you fellas get stuck in here too? <laughs> Wait, we in just, the trench like, coat? We're not quite sure what to do for this puzzle. And we've been here for a while. So we thought, hey, let's try to reach the sconces. Uh, but we're kind of short. I think, uh, why don't I introduce myself? Uh, I'm Sprite, this is Blight, and this is Might. We're, you know, siblings. Three halflings in a trench coat is our adventuring name, and I see we were not the only ones invited to this place. I think Norridge just kind of looks at Avon Rain and then looks at the door friends, and he just kind of sighs, and he's like, Okay, come with us. <laughs> the more the merrier, I suppose. Rain is so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Is she having her moment of, I knew it. (laughs) I smelled it. (laughs) Okay, so what's this, uh, what's this puzzle looking like? Now that I can, now that I can fully understand it, what are we, what are we looking at here? So the inscription, which is painted in a shimmering gold paint, that's again, peeling. Whoever built this place did not spend a lot of money on it. No. It says... The more that is here, the less you will see. And if you want to investigate the water, oil, and dirt substance, you definitely can. Mm-hmm. But I'll need a roll of some sort from somebody. I would like to. I would are like you cautious to or are you analytical here, Ava? Cautious, definitely, because I, I don't want to accidentally touch holy water or something. <laughs> okay, roll me feelings then. Oh, I got it too, so... Lasers and feelings. Nice. Lasers feelings. Um, so the water isn't holy water. The oil seems to be a very nice oil. And the dirt substance smells kind of chocolatey. Hmm. All right. So water, chocolate, I think it's cocoa powder or something. And this is a fine type of oil. Uh, do I, am I able to discern what kind of oil it is? Yeah, just an olive oil. It's olive oil. You guys know what that what that makes? Is it like something we have to cook? 
Looks like food ingredients. I was pondering chocolate, but I don't think you make chocolate with olive oil. <laughs> I mean, we could use the oil to heat up some chocolate and water. Make some hot cocoa. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't allow that up, uh, up back home because that was, uh, that did not give enough rage. Uh, but, you know, I enjoy it. Hmm. I suppose it's, it's not too bad if it doesn't have um, sugar in it. I'd even no, eat it. No rage, all chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to repeat the inscription at all? Yes, please. Okay, it says, the more that is here, the less you will see. The more that is here, the less you will see. Oh. Hmm. Do you hmm. think it means to empty out these things? The halflings kind of speak up and they go, well, we tried dumping them all on the floor, but some very nice night man just brought us more. Hmm. Is there, like, anything else in the room, or is it really just this? With the ten sconces on the wall that are flickering, but it's not actual flame. Which you, the players, would know are just, like, battery-powered lights. <laughs> um, I think Norwich is gonna grab a, uh, grab one of the torches off the wall and be like, Okay, so maybe if we heat the olive oil... Uh, I can be hot enough to where we can boil the water and uh, put the put the chocolate in and make a yummy drink. And you could just boil the heat the water up, but okay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Those things even emit heat, though. I, I feel like I can emit more. And then she's gonna conjure some hellfire in her hands. Okay, that works better. All right, let's make some uh, let's make some chocolate. Um, and I think Norwich <laughs> is going to um, he's gonna produce somehow. Um, nine, nine mugs <laughs> that he's just holds on to in case. Okay. How is, how is he producing these mugs? Does he carry mugs around? He, he has like a big old backpack that he brings with him that has a bunch of supplies. Okay. I, I, <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. <laughs> he walks around. It's just clattering. Oh yeah. He's got, he's got like a full set in there. He's got plates. He's got silverware. <laughs> wow, looks you like someone have... really came prepared. <laughs> you happen to have like I don't know, ten liters of blood or something. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, not for some kind of pet someone shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Ava, Ava winks at you. <laughs> she knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Ren does like the <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> yeah, finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're trying to make hot chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Ava, um how how does Ava bake? Does Ava bake <laughs> with listening this is this is just the question. Like, does Ava make food by listening to the voices of her ancestors telling her that's enough ingredients, or is she a recipe follower? Uh she really like eyeballs things and she always um cooks them to um the point where they burn. <laughs> It's like, e even if she tries not to, she does. <laughs> and that's the only way she likes eating things. So she's just like, throw everything in there and burn it. So it's a, it's usually a chaotic process. <laughs> it's a very chaotic right. sort of process, for sure. Go ahead and roll feelings. Um, Time to make charcoal. <laughs> charcoal. Uh, I rolled a four, which is above my number. Yeah. Success. Y you boil that water and you mix the hot chocolate in. But you overboil it and create a crust on the bottom of the pan. And as you do that, a door pops open and out walks 
a similarly dressed teenaged human in very similar armor, but it was different colored than Sir Rock Bottom. And this one has a smile on his face and three more bowls with in- with uh, ingredients. And he walks out and he says, I'm Sir Mix-a-Lot. I see you may have run out of ingredients. I'm just going to refill these for you. And he lays them down and he goes to leave. Mm, I, 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 I stop him from I, I try to stop him from leaving. <laughs> uh, How? By stepping in front of him. Um, and like using my feathers to kind of like pin his, uh, his his clothes back a little bit. Roll lasers. That's a very technical move. Roll lasers. Yeah, rolled above my number. <laughs> I rolled a five. Uh, as you go to step in front of him, you get the feeling that he's had people try to stop him before, and he just smoothly like dodges around you and just ducks and continues <laughs> to head to the door. And he says, "Ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, I cannot assist you on this quest. I may be Sir Mixalot." But the creation of the product is up to you. Ah, so we, we do have to create something. Eh, well, I suppose that was useful enough information. Hmm. Oh, what if we try to fry it in the oil? Like, fry, like uh, make little lumps of the, of the cocoa powder, mix them with water, and deep fry them. Well, uh, that's certainly something we can do as, you know, Norwich is handing out these mugs of hot chocolate. <laughs> Burn hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. Yes. <laughs> uh, Norwich, what did you do with that light? Did you just drop it? Did you put it back? Yeah, I just kind of once um, once Ava produced the uh, the hellfire. I think Norwich just kind of like threw it over his shoulder. <laughs> so it shattered. Yes. And the light went out, and it got slightly darker. The more that is here, the less you will see. Hmm. Wait, what if we just, uh, what if they're talking about the, the these, uh, torches? She uses finger quotes. Well, time to, time to go do it again. And then she's going to start pulling Darkness. torches off and, and like, and, and like shattering them. She's like, <laughs> I mean, and, and Malum's going to help. He's, he's going to eat some of the torches. He's going to eat some of them. <laughs> I mean, he is. the more darkness is here, the less you will see. My work. <laughs> Yes, so as Ava is shattering, the room gets darker and darker. And as it gets darker, Rain, you notice, because you're staring at the inscription, there seems to be glowing lines becoming more and more apparent. And one of them leads to a wall where a cubby pops open, and there sits two eggs. And another one leads to a wall where, written in that same glowing paint, it says, This is the great oven of Sir Mixalot of Easy Bake. <laughs> We're baking an easy bake cake. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you know, this all makes sense now. I was looking for these. Um, and so I think Norwich is going to go ahead and make uh, make everybody some cake. Rain would like to assist. Awesome. Roll. Does Norwich and Rain bake with their feelings or do they follow recipes? Um, I, I like that you said... Um, Norge listens to the ancestors to see how much is uh, is correct. Um, and I'm also going to say that Norge has expertise in this. I will give Norge expertise in this. All right. Rain, are you an ancestors? Rain is, Rain is a recipe. Rain is a recipe Rain. follower. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead and roll lasers for help. And then Norge, roll with expertise. That's going to be another critical success with a laser feelings. Nice. Rain, what was your roll? 
I have two failures. It's oh, okay. again this thing where you have like a dog that's like really trying to help you with a task that requires no <laughs> dog. <laughs> so she's trying her best. But it's not really doing anything. You're just very excited and very happy to be there. <laughs> um, so as you mix your ingredients, it does form up to be a batter. And as you open the Easy Bake uh, wall of Easy Bake Oven, um, you have options. You can make heart-shaped cupcakes, or you could just make one plain sheet cake. Oh, that sounds really cute. I think Norwich is going to absolutely go for the heart-shaped cupcakes. <laughs> uh, so as you bake those, they come out of the oven, and with your critical success, they are perfect. Perfectly baked, perfectly browned, and there is even a perfect amount for everyone in the room. Well, would you look at that? All right, well, we got a little snack, and um, Norge is going to turn on the light of his luminizing goggles um, so that there's a little bit of light in... Hmm, actually, question. Yes. GM, uh, what what happens to Malum when he eats these battery-operated things? Because he's, he's going to, like, fully eat them and the batteries included. Um, does Malum have... Does he have a type? Like a dragon type? Uh, stained glass. Right, stained glass. Um, as he eats the batteries, as they kind of come into contact with each other, sparks kind of form, and so he has all these like little lights going off in his stained glass part. Oh my god! Incredible. <laughs> so he's like a so he, he like turns into a, um, <laughs> basically a light fixture almost. He he makes he makes a lot of light. <laughs> yes, he's a stained glass light fixture <laughs> at this point <laughs> until the batteries get uh digested <laughs> yes i love it I, i'm gonna Ava's gonna take some of the batteries and pocket them for for later <laughs> now knowing what effect they will have on melum okay looks like this is the way and um as you guys finish up your delicious snack break part two uh, a door pops open someone's really trying to feed us sweets <laughs> yeah see th this is why i just burn mine into charcoal so i don't taste the sugar anymore it was very good. Very, very good uh, charcoal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I'm sure. I, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Green is too sweet for this world. Do you guys go through the door? <laughs> yeah, I think so. As you guys go through the door, Rain, you do see the halflings, like, hup, 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 and, like, get each other lined up and get their little trench coat back on as they waddle behind you. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, entering into this room, you see three stone... Oh, nope, that's not the right one. You see a black knight standing on a pedestal, and in a giant banner behind him, it says, Place your greatest weapon in my hand. And on the floor, littered around him, are various weapons. There's pole arms, there's long swords, short swords, there's bows, arrows, a um, couple of knives, there's even a whip you know somewhere in there. To bet I'm not a bard, I would have looked for a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a little statue of a wolf or something? <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's actually like a set of gloves that have claws on the end. Hmm. Rainwood picked those up for now and be like, I mean, uh, <laughs> they do look slightly used, but they're still serviceable. And surprisingly, as you pick them up, they're not foam. They're real. Imagine we're just, like, kidding out our enemy, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
We're just like, yes, this is my greatest weapon. And then, like, he comes to life and is like, good. <laughs> now it's mine. <laughs> you know what? I think that my greatest weapon is my nice, positive look and demeanor. And Norwich is just going to jump into the arms of this Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little like, expected oh something God. like, it's my kindness. And then you put like a machete in that's just like, no, you call it kindness. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Uh, the, the knight doesn't do anything. Mm, well, my greatest weapon is my ability to make deals with people. And that requires some of my blood. So she's going to put some of her blood in, 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 his, in his hands. That does nothing as well. Ah, well, worth uh, a shot. I figure I might as well notice, deal with the statue. Oh, yeah? It, you do notice that the blood does seem to get sucked up into the night. Hmm. Is it a foam night? <laughs> Is it a foam night? You can poke him and find out. Yeah, I, I'll do that. <laughs> it's not a foam night. It's actually pretty solid armor. Hmm. And how about the hand where it, where, like, it absorbed the, the blood? It's covered in, like, chain mail. Hmm. Uh, you get the vibe some very serious magic is happening. So oh it absorbed the blood. So then I think it's going to, whatever put whatever you put in its hand is going to disappear if it deems it an offering, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe that's smart. <laughs> Norwich, don't disappear. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't put yourself as an offering. <laughs> uh... Rain would try and put the the claw gloves onto the palm. As you do that, the knight creaks to life and Oops. goes to take a slash at you. Oops. <laughs> do I roll something to evade? Or Yeah, I was going to say, what do you want to do? Do you want to take the hit? Do you want to evade? Totally up to you. She would try to evade purely on instinct because... She did get slashed, like, across the face. <laughs> and she would yes. like to avoid that again. Roll feelings. Um, I'm not prepared for this, so I will not take a prepared dice. <laughs> oh, that's one below. That's a failure. Oh, so as... Since you were close, he didn't get a full swing. But he manages to catch your shoulder and push you back pretty far. Um, and he's still... He stands still for a second before whirling onto Ava to go after Ava. Okay, I'm going to try to um, defend myself and I'm going to try to use, once again, my, um, I'm going to, like, I'm going to let a bunch of my wing feathers fall out and manipulate those to attack it back. So wh awesome. whether I get hit or not, I'm going to try to evade, but also try try to hit and kind of go off of instinct and controlling all those, uh, all those feathers. So feelings, I'm assuming, because yes. she controls her feathers by feelings. Yeah, entirely by feelings. <laughs> okay. Yep. Go for it. I rolled a six. Well, that's a success. Yeah. Um, so you managed to land some hits on him and push him back, and he's still coming after you. He seems to have targeted you, Ava. Hmm. Well, I'll just try to attack him. Attack him farther. Norwich, as you see this night coming after your friend the dwarves and the halflings are kind of pressed against the wall like looking between themselves and you guys like what do we do 
yeah, Norwich is just going to like hold up his hand, be like, it's okay. I got this. And he's going to take out his pole arm and he's going to use his, um, his monastic abilities to basically do like a um, martial arts dance with this pole arm. Um, and this pole arm starts to glow red and then yellow and then white. Um, and then he's going to try and slash through this suit of armor. Awesome. Roll feelings because he rages, correct? Uh, no, he does not rage. Oh, okay. So he. So is this a lasers roll then? This is a lasers roll. Okay. That's going to be. It's going to be two failures. Oh, so as you do all these movements and you try to take a swing, you completely whiff it and smack into the ground, hitting a couple of different weapons and sending them skittering. Uh, the dwarves and the halflings are very scared uh, right now because they're like, oh, if he, if he can't hit it, who can? Hmm. Um, I know. Ava, as, do you want to give me another feelings roll? Yeah, and this time Malum's going to enter the, the, the fray and he's, he's going like, um, gonna, gonna, gonna to expand and, uh, and, and grow bigger because he can do that. He's like, he has a glass forge in his, in, in his heart and he can, he can expand the size of probably like a horse or even bigger. Um, and now he's glowing too. So do do I get do do I get two because he's like helping me? And yes, I'm used to I'll fighting with my with my dragon. Nice. Yes, I'll give you a two for that. Ooh, I I got two. Oh my god, I rolled two twos. So two lasers feelings. <laughs> that is incredible. So you manage the knight is not ready for a giant stained glass dragon in front of him. So he hesitates, and in in that hesitation your feathers manage to catch him and pin him to the ground. But he's still struggling. Like, he's not going anywhere. He's still struggling and swinging the, the claws in the air. Mm. But you've successfully restrained him. Nice. Uh, I, I would like to have Penny um, kind of, like, uh, look for, try to look for a weakness um, in, his, in, in his armor or, like, in the room, something that controls him. I would like to have her go and survey that. Okay, while she does that, roll me a lasers. Rain, what are you up to after being shoved back with claws and seeing all this go down, and now he's restrained? Rain will, like, shake her head first, kind of, like, get back in the game. Maybe she would turn into something really small, like an insect, and, like, try and get under the armor to see if there's even anything there. Okay, uh... Roll feelings, I guess. And Ava, what's your... Mm, I got a three, so that's a failure. She cannot seem to find any weakness in this armor. Um, mm. But Rain, as you turn into a bug and you roll... Uh, I rolled a fail and a laser feelings. You find the perfect... What kind of bug do you turn into? Mm, I guess a fly, because off the top of my head I can't think in of anything more interesting. <laughs> No, maybe a bee. Bees uh, are cute. <laughs> a bee. So you turn into this cute little bumblebee, and you fly right through its mask. It's just barely big enough for you to slide into. Um, and you happen to see, in what would be the stomach of this knight, a bunch of gold coins. Maybe our biggest weakness is greed? <laughs> the, and just as a reminder, the inscription said... Uh, oh, it wasn't weakness, it was strength. Greatest weapon, yeah. Oh, yeah, weapon, weapon. Uh... So do you hang out in there? Do you buzz around? Is what it, do you do? But can I say that it's like just like enchanted armor and there's no one actually like in it? Yeah, yeah. There's no okay. one in it. It's just enchanted. There's just a bunch of gold coins in the stomach. 
Okay, then she'd fly back out, and she'd have to turn back because she can only talk as a wolf, um, and be like, hey, guys, there's, like, a lot of gold sort of, like, in the stomach. Maybe we have to throw some gold coins into into its, like, head or in, in its palms and, you know. Hmm. That could work. And um, while I have this, while I have the seat of armor restrained, I'll just reach in and grab like a, a gold piece and um, and and then go use one of my feathers to like slide it onto its hand. As you do that, the knight stills and goes back into the position he was before he stepped off the pedestal, and he's no longer fighting you. Hmm. Hmm. And a door slides open. I mean, I guess we bribed him. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a so- strength. <laughs> A weapon. Uh, did did Rain say that there was like gold inside of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of gold in the stomach. Well, how will we try to get it out? <laughs> okay, roll. Is she? I, I make a case for either roll. I'm not quite sure. I'm gonna give Ava the help action by keeping this um this pole arm like lit, so to speak, so that I can almost like lightsaber through the uh, the armor. Okay. Uh, hmm. roll feelings or lasers how how does your pole arm work does it work with logic or does it work with feelings it's definitely like uh like controlled action so definitely like a lasers roll which okay so give me a lasers yeah roll. like i'm also lasers rolled by trying to like cut into the right spots okay all right that's a success from me okay perfect mm, two failures from me so as Ava, you get you get one more. Oh, okay. Because of the help action. Nope, still <laughs> another failure. I rolled a five, four, and a six. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, as you're kind of peeling at it and trying to laser sword your way through, you get a pretty sizable crack, uh, but you don't manage to get through the armor. Hmm. I mean, I guess I could try and fly out some coins, like through the visor. <laughs> It's just probably going to take a bit. I mean, you could always kind of go in there, get real small, and then get real big, and break it off from the inside. True. Yeah. If uh, if that's what we're doing. That, I'm not sure if I wouldn't just be wearing the armor with a hurting stomach then, because I got, got punched by gold. <laughs> hmm. Hmm, well, what if, uh, what if, what if we do that, but with, um, Malum? Like, he gets to his normal size, crawls inside, and then gets big, and explodes the thing. Oh, that's smart. I mean, he seems more durable than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do that. Like, uh, Malum's gonna try to go in it, and then expand. Okay, give me... I think they'll... I'll let you have three dice. Okay. Because... Malum's your pet, yeah, <laughs> and obviously you're an expert in your pet by now, uh, but it is going to be lasers. All right. Oh, boy. Five, three, and one. Yes. Yes, I rolled yes. a one. so one success. <laughs> so it takes him a little bit for you to explain exactly what you want, and a couple times he, like, crawls in and crawls out, like, ta-da, I did it. <laughs> uh, but Aww. eventually he gets in there, and he busts open, and you get about 150 gold pieces from the stomach. Nice. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll split it among the like the three of us, but not among everyone else who's just watching. <laughs> Scared, <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> um, cool. All right, well that that was that was good. 
um, satisfied now that we got the gold. <laughs> okay. On to the next one. Yeah. As you walk through the next door, some confetti cannons go off. And standing in front of you are the two knights you've seen previously. And there's some, like, horns going off, like, do 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 But it's, like, a very poor recording of them. So it's, like, do 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 And they say uh, the happier one of the two, Sir Rixalot, steps forward. And he says, congratulations, adventurers. You have reached the horde. And in front of you, on a grand table, are what looks like cheap arcade prizes. So there's, like, <laughs> stuffies, and there's, um, like, fake coins. There's a couple of slinkies. There's, like, a skateboard mixed in there. Ooh. Uh, maybe, like, one of those Chia Pets that's funky-shaped. <laughs> I think Norwich is definitely going for a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I love playing an evil character. It's so funny. Uh, Ava's going to want to speak to the manager. <laughs> She's going to say, <laughs> is, is, is the first guy that we um, that we encountered there, or is it just the other two? It's just the other two. Um, all right. So then I'm going to turn to them and say, hey, listen, the first guy that I um, that I saw when I came in here, I think it was Bob something or other, said that once we finish this, I could, I could have the manager's number. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> She's so, just a Karen right now. <laughs> so Ava's going full Karen. Yeah. Uh, Norridge is getting a skateboard. Are you going to try to ride the skateboard while you're here, Norridge? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll wait till we get outside. I'm going to draw that. Okay, fair enough. And Rain, do you go for anything in the pile? She's a bit disappointed that Norridge isn't riding the skateboard yet. <laughs> um... But I guess then she's going to look for, maybe there's kind of like a, like a rubber ball or something, like a bouncy ball, and it kind of like falls off the shelf and she just chases it. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah. As, you're, as you're digging through it, a large green bouncy ball kind of bounces and rolls off for you to chase. Um, and the night in front of you, Ava, goes, well, I mean... You're, and he just kind of sighs, and another door opens, um, and the dwarves and the halflings are kind of happily digging through, and the halflings are, like, grabbing stuffies, and the dwarves are grabbing these, like, fake foam swords um, and kind of appraising them. And a door slides open, and out walks a woman dressed in silver, a very brightly shiny silver dress with long, like, pale, pale white hair, almost the same as yours, Aoife. And uh, immediately, you realize this is a dragon. This is definitely a dragon. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Uh, does okay? Is is this um? Is this Stella Argentine? Um, that's your mom, right? No, no, no. That's no. wait, no, no. Like Ava's mom's name is Svarnahalov. She's a devil. Right, right, right. <laughs> um. Yes, it is Stella, but why don't I have her page pulled <laughs> oh up? Because, like, I mean, Stella's a model and, like, a pretty successful one, so Ava would definitely have seen her on, like, you know, billboards and stuff. Yes. Um. So she rolls out and she goes, <laughs> I'm the manager. How can I help you? It's just, like, Ava just, like, stares at her for a second. This is the first time the two of them have met, even though they're half-sisters. And she's, like, she kind of, like, face palms for a second and she's like did did you make this what 
Why? Because I was bored and needed somewhere to put my hoard. This is your hoard? Well, of course not, darling. (laughs) That's hidden away in the bowels. And then occasionally I add to it, though you have managed to steal all of my gold today. Um, she just like she just like grins <laughs> and says, "Well, I mean, you didn't do a very good job at hiding it. Um, yeah, word advice: like spend more gold into making this, and like people should know what they're walking into, not just get teleported randomly." Oh, but didn't you just have so much fun? <laughs> she just glares at her. Cut to Norridge, just like trying to balance on the skateboard. (laughs) Rain cheering him on. (laughs) He was going to say, this is why silver dragons are the worst. I only respect you because you, um, because you fought and killed your brother in front of many people. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, so just so you know, I, I did have a secondary reason. Uh, the woman who helps me run this place, her name is Poppy. She's also a silver dragon, of course, because who else would I work with? Uh, and uh, she has a proposal for you. Uh, she would really, really love if you would just ditch your current Xandrin and just join her team. You said Poppy is her name? I haven't even heard of a Poppy. Why would you think I would want to change from the number one to someone I've never even heard of? Because she can promise you fun. Like this. Mm. Cut back to Norwich, and he's doing a, a sick kickflip. <laughs> Ren is applauding. Rain, are you still cheering him on? <laughs> yeah. Ren's like, woo! An ollie, an ollie! Do an ollie! <laughs> yeah, I, I, the player, like, freaking love this character and Silver Dragons, but, um, but Ava, like, hates them. Um, because, like, Silver Dragon's uh, Silver Dragon is the reason that her mom freaking abandoned her. <laughs> um, so um, she just has to go like, uh, yeah, um, hard hard pass on that. Um, appreciate the offer, but not happening. Well, if you ever change your mind, darling, uh, of course, this won't be the last you hear of her. You know how the game works, and she just kind of laughs. Um, and, you know, sc- conspiratorially. Um, and she goes, if if that's all, you've spoken with the manager. Yeah, just, like, do better. If, if, if you want some of your money back so you can do, so you can do a better job, how, how much of it do you want? I'll, I'll give you a thousand back if you... Um, yeah, if we just make a deal. What kind of deal? And in the background, you just have Forage going back and <laughs> forth and doing tricks. Oh, my God. I love Rain, the, like, the, the dramatic uh, contrast between this is amazing. Rain, like, Rain grabs something from the, like, pile of, like, arcade things and, like, walks over to uh, to Ava and kind of, like, hands her a get well soon card. And she's like, you can give her that. Like, not because she's sick, but because you want her to do better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, Ava freaking hates this person so much. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> she's just like, um, well, a deal that um, I give you enough money to uh, to make this place nice. 
And in fact, I'll give you some pointers, too, on how to make it a good place. And you spend the money exactly as I tell you. And maybe you'll have some left if you if you do, um, if you put some work in. Well, I suppose I come ahead in that deal. Fine. <laughs> It'll be a deal. And of course, she's going to use her blood to, to seal the pact. <laughs> um, yeah, does uh, Stelfira shake her hand? She does. <laughs> I just made a deal with my own half-sister. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, actually, yeah, um, while, while she's in that, um, like, in, in the handshake, she's gonna, like, pull Stillfire close to her and say, what do you think about, about him, about Blythe? And she's gonna kind of stare at you and go, I have no idea what you're talking about, but she's, like, shaking her head, like, ears are listening, let's not talk about this, let's get coffee some other time. <laughs> All right, um, it was just, like, a little bit intrigued, she's like... Okay, so this isn't Daddy's um, golden girl. All right. <laughs> and she kind of, like, nods as well. Well, if that's all, I can offer you guys a ride home, or... I mean, you can just take another portal, and she, like, holds out a hand a hand with a piece of paper on it. Red will give her the get well soon card. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks at it and goes, Thank you? Do better. <laughs> I think Norridge just looks up. Norridge just looks up. Having heard none of this, sees the get well soon card in um, Stella's <laughs> hands and is just like, oh, no, I hope you feel better. I hope uh, <laughs> if you're sick, I think I have some chicken noodle soup and a dermis back here. And he starts like looking through his backpack. Rain is suddenly very excited again. <laughs> just looks at you both. She's just grinning. <laughs> Rain likes food. <laughs> Rain's had a good day. Yeah, absolutely. So that, you guys... <laughs> Have your soup break, and do you take the portal home, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, and uh, Ava has her own ride. <laughs> Makes her own portal. <laughs> um, and you all end up back at Fire Breathing Kittens with some fun prizes and some new friends. And that's our adventure for today. We were joined today by Ava. Well, I finally saw my half-sister in the flesh, and I'm not impressed. You're just like any of the other silver dragons. <laughs> Norridge. Uh, it is now canon that I can read common and uh, do some sick skateboarding tricks. And rain. I had some good noodle soup, some ice cream, and my antler screw back, so good day. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember, if you like this episode or other episodes, leave us a review on whatever podcatcher you use. Bye. 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 We'll see you soon. Have you heard of You Gonna Eat That Crust? This is a topical pop culture podcast made by three lifelong friends. It's a comedy podcast about life, movies, pop culture, video games, and anything deemed worthy of their attention. Check out You Gonna Eat That Crust? A podcast.